Hello, hello. Girl. <laughs> and and again, um, I just want to welcome all that could possibly be listening to the Earth is Ghetto podcast. Um, we decided a while ago that this was going to be a subject that we were going to really tackle in depth. Um, if you have ever listened to the show, then you know that this is a subject that comes up often. But we don't actually really get the chance to delve deep inside it so that we can um, really be able to get both sides as much as humanly possible. Um, just please remember, this is a Black queer podcast that does not change. Um, now, again, my name is uh, Brujita Sidnoir, Sidwitch. Please don't call me a bitch. And my awesome co-star. Period. Hey, y'all. It's your boy, Aaron, a.k.a. your favorite bush queen. We about to get into some things, child. <laughs> Talk about not ready. It's okay. We going we gonna to go in and we going to say what we got to say. We going to get off here. I'm going to drink my drink. I'm going to smoke my weed. Thank you, Snoop Dogg. Okay. Um, <laughs> so um, I do want you to go ahead and read a little bit about the definition just so we can get a a hold on it. So, hotel. Hotel is an Egyptian word that roughly translates as to be satisfied or at peace. The word also refers to an offering ritually presented to a deity or of a dead person, hence to be pleased, be gracious, or be at peace. It is rendered in hieroglyphs as an altar or offering table. See, and hotel we know has been around for a long time. Um, Absolutely. A very long time. And this is the thing. When it comes to hoteps or even um, Hebrew Israelites, um, we have to realize that there is a lot of truth that is being denied within both of those subsects. So when it comes to hoteps, they're literally trying to tell hoteps that Black people did not look like them in Egypt. Mm. Uh, uh, there's a reason why they knocked all the noses off of all of the statues. They looked like us, obviously, through time and colonizations, the Crusades, Ar Arabic people, like, obviously, it looks very different now. But let's be real. There's a reason why the hoteps are like what you're saying is bullshit, because a lot as we when we read the Wikia, the Wikipedia de definition, they literally had it in there that those oh, people did not look they had it, it they like didn't a... look like that. I'm just like, nigga. Like, okay. So that's that's one thing that they definitely have that is true. Now, when it comes to the Black Israelites, the Black Hebrews, what have you, uh, like, we know that he that um, Israel or uh, or the, even the Middle East back in the day, people that looked like us. There's a reason why they had like verses in the Bible where his his hair was bronze and uh, sorry, his skin was bronze and his hair was woolly. Like there's a reason. There's literally a reason for that. So when people come in saying that absolutely that's not true, I can understand why they would delve deeper into the ideology. This is where the problems come in. Okay. Um, I don't have a problem because as far as I'm concerned, those are two truths. Those are two uh, two truths as far as I'm concerned. Of course, there could be Black Hebrews. And of course, it's Egypt. Egypt is part of Africa. Why the fuck wouldn't they look like us? It's just so strange that that would be a hill that somebody wants to die on. But here's where the problems come. 
You have to remember that both of these ideologies came out of a space of pain and oppression. And sadly, because they knew nothing else to implement, the only thing they could think of was patriarchy, because that was literally all that was available to them. If they really had an idea of what Africa was like, they would know that Africa was genderless and that before colonization, and they would also know that um, like, like Africa, in, in Africa, we weren't even giving our children gender when they were born. It was a matriarchal society. Women were ruling things and men didn't feel emasculated. That wasn't even a term. So I feel like that's where sadly a lot of the problems come in is when we, we there's a lot of people that will take those two truths and be like, well, that means the ideology is true. And I feel like what needs to happen is especially for black people, whenever they are deciding to commit to an ideology, we need to be made very aware, very aware when we are dividing black people. When we have people coming in saying that, oh, if you're, if you're gay, you're this, if you're trans, you're that, if you're too strong of a woman, you're this, or if you rule, th like all kinds of idiocy. Because you cannot be pro-black without being pro all black people. That's not where it comes from. And again, Africa was a place that was completely genderless and non-binary. Like we, and there was every single um, orientation of person that were not just surviving and being tolerated the way we are. They were celebrated before colonization. So I feel like one of the things, especially for hoteps that I have a really big issue with is how you can pick and throw away what you want from African culture mm. because you're literally filling in holes that don't belong. You're trying to make this um, uh, patriarchal society that that doesn't belong even within our within our system before colonization ever showed up. There was polyandry, there was polyamory, there was there, there was all kinds of, like every kind of person was able to not just survive and flourish, but be appreciated for who they are. And I feel like that's one of those things that has to be, one of those things that you have to look at really closely, like what am I really ingesting into my system when, they're lit when you literally have texts telling you that other black people are going to be your problem? Mm. People who aren't doing anything in, uh, like they, they're literally just existing for existing. Not because they've done something to the black community, R. Kelly, for existing. <laughs> uh, Bill Cosby, like, listen, literally just for existing, you are a part of the, uh, you are literally a part of the demise of the black nuclear family. And I feel like that's when we really have to pay attention, like, damn. This may not be for me if it's really going to separate us like this. And when people ask me like, oh, what's a hotel? I basically like, if, for the short answer, I just tell them, take white male supremacy and replace the white with black. It's, yeah. it's very dangerous. It doesn't get the black community anywhere. They're still using the white man's logic, which causes me a lot of division. This is why I hear things from black, straight black men say things like, oh, um, the LGBT community has more rights than Black folks. When we know that you can be Black and gay, you can be Black and trans. It's almost like being gay or being trans or anything is associated to a white thing. When we know that that's not the and, case. 
and being queer is African. And, uh, and it's one of those things that we are going to be consistently fighting because they don't want to take the full gulp of truth. They want to cherry pick certain things and then just go ahead and, and slap blackface on it when it's really just white supremacy. Because let's think about it. They're literally taking the um, same oppressive uh, patriarchal attitudes and just moving it over into another ideology. And we also have to realize, first, there is a very, very big um, similarity between the alt-right and hoteps. Mm. They, and I, and I, I'm sorry, it's the truth. Um, they both believe the craziest shit you talk about. Vaccine, listen, I'm talking about, you want to hear some crazy shit? Just listen for a little bit. And you're just like, I'm sorry, what? Um, they're like, when I say they're talking about you know, I won't even get into the details. It, things that disturbed my soul. And I was just like, this is what you're putting out to the people. Um, and in reality, they are literally mirroring a lot of the same right-wing talking points. They're also, again, don't want um, gay people, don't want them, gay people adopting against trans folks, against anything other. Anything other than what you believe is your nuclear family is what you're going to, is what you're going to condemn. And for me, that is basically saying, that's basically excommunicating Black people from the movement. And I'd rather get to it first. And then it's crazy that, like, these same, like, mainly straight Black men who are so homophobic and transphobic don't realize that a lot of our civil rights activists were Black and queer or Black and trans. And they don't even do their research on it because, again, the erasure of queerness in the black community is very strong if we talk about malcolm x previously being a sex worker um and you're talking to people who are hoteps they immediately will tell me that i'm trying to tear down a black man if i was when, to tell if i was to tell a hotep that my, malcolm and you can look this up if i was to tell a hotep that malcolm x was bisexual they would flip out Absolutely. And on top of that, even if you were to go ahead and prove it to them and they actually believe the proof, which is a very, uh, a very like common pattern between them and Trump supporters, you could show them all the proof you have in the world. You could show them the documents. You could show them the people. And they'd be just like, nah, not it. And you're just like, but I'm giving you real proof right now. They don't. They they literally just don't care. But if you were to actually get one of them to uh, believe it, they would literally find some way to move the goalpost. It's 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 really the cognitive dissonance for me. It's the commitment to continually misunderstanding because it's not like we're coming. Uh, I'm not trying to come to them and let them know. Well, I just outrightly think that you're a piece of shit. No, I think that your ideology doesn't work because we already saw what happened with white people. That shit didn't work with them. You still have, you. let's be real. Like, like it didn't work for them. You still have um, uh, white women who are not being paid the same. You still have white people who are like on the absolute uh, edge of the income poverty line. And for some of the racist ones, the only thing that keeps them going is that they may have a little bit more money than black folks. Like, let's be, let's be real. Re let's be real. The page, patriarchy did, did nothing for them. It did absolutely nothing for them. So why do you think it would do something for us? Why do you think you moving that patriarchy over to uh, Black people would go ahead and further us in any kind of way when we're literally telling people, Black people, in your face, you don't belong in the movement. You can't come.
that's the thing. Like, and I get because again, hoteps Hebrew Israelites and hoteps like this, as we know, has been around for a long time. This isn't nothing new. However, to be honest, what the fuck are they doing to for the betterment of the black community? To be honest, they're not doing shit but causing more division. No, with and, the ideology with the ideology that they are putting out, it it feels way more toxic than anything good. Like I've seen some of the things that they have on their websites and I've seen like, oh, well, they'll have like a drive um, for uh, people who don't have a whole lot of money, but God forbid. So, but what happens when somebody who's queer has to go ahead and come up to this drive and they ain't got no money? Do you turn that person away? You're not a part of the movement or do you minister to them to see if you can get them to change their mind and have your own little knockoff discount version of conversion therapy? Like what happens? And for me, because of that distinction, I can't. It's taken a new meaning over the years. Um, to be honest, this movement now is, it seems to be rooted in patriarchy, ulterior motives, and especially homophobia and this paranoia of the emasculation of the black man. I can't tell you how many times on this app I hear a straight black man think, or come up with these conspiracy theories that the government is trying to make the black man gay and to break up the black family. Meanwhile, I can name a shit ton of things that straight black men are doing, which is actually breaking up the black family. But think about it. They sound like really paranoid, conservative white men who are talking about like, oh, they're coming for our jobs or, you know, do you, like that same type of paranoia, that same type of like, oh, oh, the faggots are coming. Like, what, what do you like? I'm just so <laughs> I, I'm just so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. It makes me. Because it's like we should be in a place where this should be a collaborative effort. Like we shouldn't be thinking about black capitalism. We should be making sure that black people aren't poor anymore, that we are getting to a point where we're actually um, making sure that more black people can buy homes because of a redlining, because of housing discrimination that's still very real in the country today. There are so many things that we should be doing. And the fact that we're even thinking about gay folks the fact that we're even thinking about black gay people is beyond me how am i destroying anything for you you would think and then they, oh, and, and it's not just me it's all of the it's all of the baby mamas so what so all the baby mamas are baby mamas from from all of the men who went ahead and uh, shot they club up so basically what you're saying is men drive our value down and it's funny because when me and sydney talk about this when we talk about on the Earth is Ghetto podcast, we hold every everyone accountable. Even uh, Sydney will hold me accountable. Even I hold her accountable. No one, like anyone, can be held accountable here. But I guarantee you, right now, people are going to say, "Oh, y'all just don't like black. Y'all are quick to tear down the black man, and this is why we can't get nowhere." But me and Sydney talk about white supremacy and the whites whiteness in the system, and people, oh, y'all are racist, and blah, blah. so it's like. If it's not, it doesn't matter. Basically, we're not going to make anybody happy. Everybody's not going to be happy when you come here to sit down and listen. And that's just the case. And sometimes it's just your turn. And I am sorry for that, but we're still going to have to talk about it. And also, at the end of the day, one of the things that I really want to bring up is that we can't talk about what we don't. We, we can't fix what we don't talk about. It's like having an infection in the body. If you don't find out where the infection is, things on you are going to start to fall the fuck off. I feel like the black community is right now a fucking amputee. I need us to do fucking better. 
We cannot sit here and think that it is completely okay to let certain infections uh, go ahead and and fester just because we don't want to. Oh, I don't want to tear down a black man. Like, okay, so okay, uh, just for instance, I was on Facebook today, fight with folks the way I do, and um, they were talking about Albert Einstein and how he, you know, was. He used to uh, teach black men and hold classes and so on and so forth. He's there for, you know, because of that, they're considering him like an ally. I was like, oh, you know, I mean, I'm not saying no, but I also know a few other things about Albert Einstein, that he was actually very abusive in his marriage, that he also possibly took a lot of his wife's ideas, who was also a brilliant woman, and went ahead and labeled it as his own, and that she actually worked with him on his relativity concept um, equation in the first place. So, you know, I put that out there and everybody's just like... Why would you go ahead and tear down an ally like that? And I'm just like, okay, you sound like the critical race theory people. Just because, I'm just being real. You sound like the critical race theory people just like, oh my God, you can't have it in schools. We're going to make the white children feel bad. I don't care. Uh, they're under, these people are full people. They are, they are very layered. They are flawed. And just because they did a good thing doesn't mean they didn't do a really fucking bad thing. And it's like, how are we doing stand culture for historical figures? That's, I don't know how the fuck we do that. But here we are, right? Um, and I said, listen, that's just like when we made up the whole story about George Washington and the fucking cherry tree. And then we go ahead and look at the fucking ugly or darker side or coin of that. And we find out that this nigga was using slaves' teeth for his dentures. That's what George Washington was doing. George Washington was a disgustingly evil fucking slaver. He used to do terrible things to the people that he owned. But no, did he cut down the cherry tree? I will not tell a lie. Nigga, get the fuck out of my face. We got to tell the truth. We got to tell the truth. <laughs> Come on, man. We're not going to go ahead and like, we can't, we can't, we can, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. I feel like at this point, I can go ahead and say the good things you did and say the bad things that you did. The bad things you did aren't going to take away from the good things unless they're really fucking evil. And in which case they should. Sorry. Like, I don't know what to tell you. That's what like when the, on this podcast, when we were dragging the fuck out of R. Kelly, because again, child molester, you had like black folks, y'all yeah. just. I'll just don't like black folks and you're quick to tear down this black man. And this is why I'm like, again, walking and chewing gum at the same time. You can, yeah, you can acknowledge his music. I don't listen to his music anymore, but yeah. I, I was spade a spade and that was fucked up what he did. And we literally have video yeah. evidence. And I'm also going to say something really unpopular for a lot of people. I don't really think he was a genius. I don't, I don't, I don't really think. I don't really think it was like, I think he was talented. I think he was super talented, not taking any of that from him. But I'm also going to be real. I don't think he was, I don't think he was the Beethoven of R&B, the way that you guys try to make him out to be sometimes, you know, age ain't nothing but a number in my mind's telling me no. Like, I don't, I don't, I just, I'm just saying, like, I don't think that everything was a bop. I don't think that, and I also, and I feel like people romanticize his music because of how prolific he was. He was touching all different corners of the industry within R&B music. So listen, I will have to, he was really great. Uh, he's a really great recording artist. He's a really great writer for a nigga who can't read. And he's a really great rapist. He was really fucking good at it. He did it to a lot of people. I don't know what else to tell you. So I have a video I'm going to play it and we're going to comment on it. All right, let's go. Uh, 
escalation and the destruction of the black exactly. family. Exactly. Which is severely, severely dangerous. So you want me to adopt your paranoia of the black family being under attack only by saying that black men are being emasculated. Exactly. I should say there's some large force that is going to break up the black family and I should be afraid of that. And they're doing that via the black man, emasculated black man, not by continuing to deny the people who have been in the league, deny the people who have provided the most wealth, the healthiest, the safest environments, which are black women. Mm. Why are we not creating paranoia around the fact that I cannot continue to lead the community yeah. in the way that I have? Why are we not creating paranoia around the fact that who is the most educated in America? Who is going to lead the black race to freedom, not to power, to freedom? It's the black woman. I want more black men to respect the authority and the G that we've had. We've held this shit down from the very fucking beginning. We birthed men from the beginning. There's no paranoia around the attack of black women. There's no paranoia around the fact that I haven't been able to lead the black race the way that I have. Be scared about that shit. Listen, she came to preach. She she had it she had it in her soul and she was like well and she had to go ahead and say it to us um, and I feel like until and this is the thing there will be some hope taps will be like of course we have black uh, women leaders black women leaders who still fall into line with the with the patriarch and with the olive with the ideology that you have um, being that if women are wear too little clothes they're sluts and and god forbid you have um, additional children then your value goes down um and i feel like i'm just gonna say it kevin samuels and the and the hoteps they they feel to go it to me step in step I feel like it's 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 one and the other, you know. Like, I just want to say that we all have some sort of privilege, and I feel like these men, black men in the community, black men, can sometimes mm-hmm. take on the um, actions of the oppressor. <laughs> They sound the the characteristics, absolutely the characteristics, of, because this is the thing. If we were really going to be talking about black issues and the things that are actually wrong with the community, the fact that we would bring up sexuality and the attack of, of, of the or the emasculation of black men is honestly beyond ridiculous. And because there are so many issues that we really do need to be focusing on, like the fact that we um, are not teaching financial literacy within schools, um, the fact that being that the world is dying, we need to start growing our own food. Like we, like do you do you know what I'm saying? Like I've got bigger. I feel like we have bigger fish to fry. We should be trying to figure out how to make sure that whatever family it is, whatever black family is going through something, we should be trying to figure out how they're not poor anymore. How we can make sure to give them the same wealth that our white counterparts have. Not like making sure that people are okay and able to feed their families despite whatever family makeup that is, I feel like is more important. The fact that you would be willing to refrain help from helping because you don't believe in the ideology of their own household is insane to me. Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm rooting for everybody black as long as they're not hurting the community. And I don't see how that's not, how that's not the same. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a another clip that I I feel like I know what the next one is. 
Uh, I'm trying to remember. Honestly, they're all good. So you can just play the next one. Everything <laughs> to be real. Mute your mic. Because there, there is a, you spoke about it. I, I love having this conversation because everybody should be seeking out balance. Mm -hmm. Balance is the key to life. Yes. If you're feeling very, 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 very super emotional over your life, you need to acquire certain types of energy, usually yep. the masculine area to help balance that out. The same thing on the other side. We have a patriarchy. There are missiles that can destroy the world as a result of it. Exactly. Women wouldn't necessarily do that. We haven't seen that. There's no research right. to support That's that. True. So we need balance. When it comes to the family in particular, I think that it's it's like if it's two gay men, as a gay man, I come with a, with a great balance of energy, and that's what I want in my partner. So when we have our children, they're going to be good on energy, right? Because the fact of the matter is, is that when you come into the world, you already have. We sit with transgender people. This is how I see the world. I could be wrong. Anybody can correct me. But if you're a transgender person, the way that I assume it to be, because we talk about sexual identity versus your, your biology versus this versus that, the fact of the matter is that energy dictates what you like. Energy dictates, dictates what you're attracted to. Right? That's that's my that's my personal belief. So if you're going through your life as a man, right, and you are constantly saying feminine energy is emasculating me, being sensitive to this is emasculating yeah. me, mm -hmm. recognizing that someone else is in pain is emasculating okay. me, makes you automatically kind of unfit to be a leader. I mean, <laughs> this hey. is why I like like patriarchy or like misogyny, phobia, all of that thing is so strong that it's even in the queer community. I can't tell you how many times, oh, mask for mask, you gotta be straight acting, you have to act like a DL nigga, or you gotta, I'm sick of it. I'm like, you're literally upholding, like the whole point of being queer is to get out of the heteronormative. And the first thing that, this is why a lot of gay men are single, quite frank, because, oh, mask for mask, or you, you can't be film. It's like, we all suck dick. I've, I can't take anyone seriously that's like, <laughs> oh, you, you uh... The the internalized homophobia with our own community is so great. Uh, yeah. Do you wanna? Uh, <laughs> let me read these messages. <laughs> so, I feel like the panelists are about to get mad at me just for trying to educate myself. But I've heard some queens, you know, announcing their introduction to subject by saying "hotep." Now, see, I have an understanding of Hotep. In fact, I'm in Hotep. And I'm just asking, you know, just for education. And I'm not going to bang on you or come back with some other fight. Just, you know, educate me. What is the reason for the education on or the introduction for Hotep? Why do you start podcasts with the Dear Hotep's introduction? Please enlighten me. Um, because this is a Black queer podcast and we are talking about Black people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's, that's pretty much it. The simple answer. Like, I, don't, um, I, don't, I don't really think there's anything, uh, anything like, else. I'm going to play this, this last one. Hold on. See, I'm not sure if the female co-host on this platform is ready to actually listen because 
when the co-host brother started to make a statement, she didn't. She wouldn't even allow him to make an actual conclusion. He paraphrased by saying the introduction to what he wanted to say, and I can hear him clearly, but you didn't allow him to speak. And I think that's a large part of the problem is that you need to take a step back. Stop being so damn masculine. Don't ask for your man to sleep by the motherfucking door with the heat by his side and you're not going to get oh, up no. and protect him. You want to rule him around the house. You want to rule the speech. You want to sit here and control the whole dominance of the matter. But you don't want to get up and protect the home. You want to provide for the home. Stop acting so dominant. Slow down and let the brother talk. Girl, you got it. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Honestly, um, the only thing um, that I wish upon you is ears for listening. Um, now, to be honest, at the end of the day, um, I am always going to be who I am. So therefore, that means if I have information, I'm going to say it. If I have, um, and if I have more things to say, I'm going to say those too. And I notice that when it comes to um, people that feel that same way, that same ideology that I'm being masculine, I realize that real men see that strength as sexy. Real leaders recognize another leader and that's why they get together. But by all means, if you want just a peon to lead, to lead around the house, if that's what you want, that's all good, baby, because me and mine will get the gap. It's not just him, boo. But you have fun with that. Something that I've noticed is, um, because I did the same thing to Serena Williams when she got mad. It's, or so, people like Serena Williams or like any other Black woman, or especially dark-skinned Black woman, once they show like emotion, it's like automatic, like she's aggressive or she's masculine. But if it's like mm -hmm. a lighter-skinned Black person, it's like, oh, she's just sad or she's like a little upset. You know what? They'll make it like they're uh, for if it's a lighter skinned per a woman specifically, they'll just be oh well she's hysterical, which isn't better by the way. Um, uh, and then when it comes to a dark skinned uh, black woman, usually it's like you're aggressive, you're masculine, and this is the thing I've heard it all. I've heard it all. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Honestly, to be real, I try my best to not date straight men. So I, I don't know what you thought I was missing. <laughs> so, um, but, but also let's be, let's be real here that it's so funny how that is constantly going to be the argument. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like whenever there's a woman who has opinions, it's always like you're masculine, you're dominant, nothing in reference to my words. nothing to combat the actual information that I had to spill out. No, no, no. You're too dominant and you're too aggressive. It's it's the go-to. They really don't like Meg the Stallion ass now. Listen, she ain't she and party ain't worried about them niggas. They're just like, okay, that's fun for you, I guess. So I and I feel like it's just one of those things because um I notice that those are the groups to attack people like Make the Stallion or go ahead and attack um, Serena Williams, uh, especially for dating outside her race. When you called her, I saw black men calling her a gorilla from when she was young and she still dated black men. I guess you guys forget she was with Common and a couple other guys, but because of the person that she married. It was also like 
being transphobic to Serena. Serena's not Serena Williams not even trans, but again, this goes back to like colorism and quite often black women get gender a lot, especially dark skin, because God forbid when- you're muscular. God forbid. Listen, do you know how long people were telling me that Angela Bassett was a man? Black men telling me that Angela Bassett was a man. Serena, uh, I'm sorry, Serena Williams and Ciara, they were telling me were men. So listen, and my whole thing is like, when that is the, just the, 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 just the common census in the room for somebody like Serena Williams, are you like surprised she didn't come to you with running arms? Like, did you like, like did you think that she was gonna be like, oh my god, I can't wait? Let let's let's be real here. And she also had a uh, uh, she had a relationship with Common, which probably turned her off all of them to begin with. <laughs> Listen, Common's so sexy, but we all know that man can't keep a bitch to save his motherfucking life. <laughs> it don't matter what. But we want to talk about Halle Berry. And I'm like, do you know how many bitches comment that round through? I need you to calm down. <laughs> but um, but um, I feel like it's just one of those things where we're we are constantly going to be seeing the parallel between Hotepism and the alt-right. And I think the one common ground that they have is hate. This is why, like, I always say, like, I'd be telling some of the, like these homophobic black men who swear oh you're black before anything but in that's not my experience because if i take my ass to the barbershop or the cookout or anywhere else or mostly black spaces the first thing that i experience is oh that nigga gay or he's femme or, or flim, all these other things clearly my blackness didn't come first but you keep saying that if i take my that's ass good. to the if i take my ass to the queer side to be honest it's still whitewashed mainstream lgbt is white Look at every Pride event in June. It's nothing but white people. And they're like, they're like oh, you're cute for a black guy. Do you have BBC? Oh, you're cute. All of this other I, shit. Or that's just my preference. You're cute for a black guy. I'm not racist, but you're, I want to try black and all this other stuff. So I have to deal with fetishization from that. And then I have to deal with homophobia more from my own people. So it's like it's, why I podcast black and queer at the same time on the same level. And that's why it's so important. Like, because of me and um Aaron decided to go to like um an island cookout I would have to be like no we'd have to go to like an island cookout that was full of LGBTQ people that was full of island LGBTQ people because I honestly wouldn't feel safe because it would be us coming in and it would be like oh I'm sweet no or is that like we would be going the, they would just play chichi man card just to be like <laughs> adversarial like let's I be also- real <laughs> You know, I hate every time I visit family in Jamaica, I have to act super masculine. I hate doing that dumbass shit. That shit really doesn't exist, to be honest. It's a social construct. We know these things. But I don't like having to act super macho masculine and do all this unnecessary shit. That shit's stupid to me, personally. I'm just, I would like to be who I am. That's it. And the fact that being who you are, like just your actual existence is enough to have a whole group of people say that you're tearing down the nuclear uh, black family because you don't want to put your dick inside a woman. And it's just like, is that really what's going on? Because I feel like you haven't spoken to three of your kids in the last couple of months. I feel like that might be doing more damage. That's T. Let's talk about that. Just, just, just saying. 
Just saying. Because it's like, I, I have seen some of these um, um, hotep men who are, you know, I feel like they're almost trying out the ideology because now the ideology basically states that your woman is property. So that's something that they're really into. I, I honestly, I, and, and I feel like they get, they want women who are all within that, though, that, that same ideology because they're more pliable and more manipulated um, through that because, Hey, we're trying to build up the black family and so on and so forth. And it's like, I am as pro black as they come. And the reason why I know that I'm pro-Black is because I'm pro all Black people. I don't care if you are disabled or if you're artistic, if you are autistic. I don't care if you are like, it doesn't matter what kind of Black person you are. And that should be the overarching fucking presentation to any ideology that would be served on a platter for Black people of any orientation. The fact that you would set one on the table that says, oh, no, you can't come to the cookout. How are you going to excommunicate your own from the motherfucking cookout? No, go suck a dick, sir. You're not helping us. This is why I was like, I always say the black community, we will never make progress until homophobia, transphobia, all these things are gone. We can, I don't care how much how many of these Bible book club meetings, these black supremacist meetings, these Hebrew Israelite meetings, they want to hold on this, on this app and talk about these things that they think is holding down the black. That shit, we're not going to go anywhere until they deal with that because that's just um, causing division. We wonder why we can't get nowhere because we're so divided. Um, like we're never going to get anywhere until like colorism, misogyny, capitalism all of these things need to be broken down because the these are all literally derivatives of white supremacy and we will never be free until we get rid of all of them all of them so that means just because i'm not racist i don't get points if i'm a big ass bigot i don't you don't get a brownie for existing just because you tolerate my presence go fuck yourself <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> me. It's the cherry picking that they do. Um, I have another clip. Oh, let me mute myself. Hold on. Example, because once again, because I do strategy for for work, is that if you do have somebody if you do have like a, ma a masculine energy he needs to be around women yeah women yeah. need to check him so to your point about growing up growing up and being around women all the time i can totally understand if you feel like you never got to relate to masculine energy and see what that looked like in terms of the way that gender is socialized because yeah. gender is not real yes okay yes. now that's a big part of the conversation gender, gender is socialized so for you to think that oh i'm a man i like blue don't don't do that to yourself. No. no. <laughs> and I like the fact that he brought up the color blue. Because originally that wasn't even a boy's color. It used to be a girl's color. And like, that's what, like, oh, that's for girls. I'm like, it's literally a fucking piece of fabric based off how the light reflects off of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't. This but, is why. But it's but it's so crazy because when we really look at the construct of masculinity and femininity and like the fact that it is a social construct and the fact that it's not real, I feel like that's a prime example. Think about the fact that they were men dressing up in women's clothing or they were uh, on stage. They would literally play women. They literally had little boys play women, which I feel like is another some other shit going on in there, but moving on. I will, that's for, that's for another day. But they, or they would have men who were dressing up in heels and wigs and makeup. And the one who was the most fresh to death was the most masculine. So what are we really trying to say? Cause we've gotten to the point where we have people out here who think hygiene is masculine. I literally saw something the other day that said, mm -hmm. I really hate it when men um, be like, like mm and on all over some food and smacking their lips and shit. That sounds very sus to me. And I'm like, so niggas can't enjoy food now. Yeah, it's gay to like food. It's gay to take to wash your ass. It's it's gay to do a lot of common sense things now. That's how strong. You like, just trying to get the doodle from between your cheeks so you could get more head. I'm trying to help you, sir. <laughs> they don't care. That's so again paranoia. The white the government is trying to make me gay, so I'm not gonna wipe my own ass. Bruh, I I saw some um some clip online. It was with a, a white dude, but I'll still use it as an example. They were asking this white dude, they were like, Hey yo, if you had to uh suck a dick to save your mom's life, what are you doing? He's like, I'm sucking that dick, man. I need my mom. <laughs> and of course, everybody in the comments was like, Man, that bitch would have to die, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, Your pride will have you kill your mama over a dick? They didn't even wow. say how long the mouth had to be on it. It could have, you know, it could have been just nothing. You, you like it could have could have popped in and popped out. It could have been nothing. <laughs> and and I feel like just and even though that is a very uh, the the hilarity within that example is obviously very present, but I feel like we also have to understand how fucking weird sauce that is. That's weird. That's so weird that we could say, oh, you could save your mother's life where people are given kidneys, arms, toenails, eyelashes, just so their mama could go ahead and be okay. But not a dick. Mm -mm. Not that. That's too much. Not a mm -mm. dick. That's, that's, that's against God. We, can, we don't do that. I'm so glad I'm pansexual. Y'all are weird. Like, <laughs> like, I'm so glad that I'm pan. I'm just like, wait, money? Like, who, so saving a life? I'm doing a good deed right now. Basically, I'm doing the 70 cents a month for a small child, but I'm doing it all one time. Like, the fuck? You remember when you remember that talk we had on here when I put up on the uh, the title? I said, straight man, would you suck a dick for $10 million? And everyone was like, oh, my God, that's gay. And I would never do that. I don't care how much money in the world. You're said, asking what? people to break their moral high ground. I'm like, who the fuck? <laughs> Ma'am, sir. You're more worried about being called gay rather than you being richer than all the niggas that's calling you gay. Yeah. And, and to be real, you know what that really means? It's not about sucking the dick itself. It's about who's going to feel what about it after. I told you it like all the time. As gay as I am, I would eat some coochie for uh five thousand dollars, and you'd still be gay. <laughs> and you see what a discount he gave it. They said ten million. He said five thousand. Bitch, I'll go fuck. I'm trying to get some bills paid right <laughs> now. I want to go on vacation. Like <laughs> it's special today, honey. I pinch my nose and dive in, get some chopsticks, do what I gotta do. <laughs> 
chopsticks. You know, we will talk about that later. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. No, but for real, like the fact that they are, it's something that they're so ridiculously hung up on. And it's gotten to the point where I feel like a lot of Black men need to know that, first of all, this hyper-masculinity that has been placed upon you is abusive. And that's something and I'm so sorry it? for. It's something and that you didn't that deserve. We, we see, like, we, listen, you will say, see a, a, a nigga wearing pink, and all of a sudden, like, I don't know, bro, we sus. You got white guys painting their nails and fucking pussy. Ain't nobody thinking twice about that shit. But for Black men, that hyper-masculinity is so, like, societally, it's so he there. Was, that's something else Donovan was saying in the video, how, like, when it comes to this paranoia of math, of being emasculated, the only group of people who are paranoid about that shit is these Hebrew, these hoteps and like these straight hyper masculine black men. White straight white men can do whatever the fuck they want and still be good. They're not worried about their masculinity like that. It doesn't matter what sport they play. It doesn't matter what they're doing. You got white guys who are able to go and cross dress on the fucking weekends. They're not worried about being questioned. But for black men, that's something that there was a secret that they would die with. And I need them to know that that's abuse. And I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry that that was your life. And I'm so, so sorry that that is something you had to deal with. But I need you to realize the fact that you were oppressed is turn, has turned you into an abuser because now you are oppressing other people and you are now using an ideology in which to do so. Mm. So where do you think we should, where do, you, where do we go from here? Because it's, it's all... It's all over this app. I'm hearing things like black supremacy. It's like, girl. <sighs> so I mean, you're trying to I'll be the- honest with you. Um, the I, I don't know if you um have that clip, but there's um one of a straight um cishet black man who was um taking the group of hoteps to task. And I feel like the more black men start holding other black men accountable the further that will be. Because just like it is on white people to tear down this system of white supremacy, it is not on the oppressed to also go ahead and go toe-to-toe with another misogynist. It's really not. Do you think that when I get in like big, like do you, if there's ever any issue with white people um, that are being racist, so on and so forth, I throw that over to my home girl, Hallie. Hallie, take care of that shit because I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. And Hallie's <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been waiting for this all my life. Like, so, so <laughs> I need you to know, like, that's why I have friends, um, first of all, who are all different, but also I have um, people who happen to be white as my friends. And because of those people who happen to be right, who I call my friends, I don't have to go ahead and tap in when um, something happens. I remember somebody tried to touch my hair in a grocery store and I told my homegirl about it. And she was like, damn, if I had money, I would take a trip. I would take a trip. I I want them to know that I want white people to understand how racist that is to just go up to fucking black and want ask to touch their hair. I'm a fucking stranger. I don't know you. I'm just trying to stop. I just want... Petting you or something, and you want to pet the monkey? Get the fuck out of my face before you get punched. Right. I was just trying to get some kidney beans. I was I was excited for rice and beans when I got home. I wasn't thinking about nothing, but she didn't actually do it because I felt the spirit of the colonizer pass by the back of my head. So I was able to turn around just in time and be like, "Woman, I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> but you need you too." Yeah. Um, 
the white friend I got, he does he he will draft the fuck out of some white folks. He will eat that ass, say some shit that I wouldn't eat. I'm like, damn, you going in, bro? bro yo, let me tell you something. This white on white crime, this shit is so entertaining. Because let me tell you something, the Hannahs is taking all their uncles all the fuck down during every family gathering. They waiting, they putting on their combat boots, waiting for this shit. And when I say I love it, I love it. I love. They'd be like, go fuck yourselves, bitch. And you <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Yo, when they, I remember this, this one chick turned around and called her dad a fucking colonizer. And I was just like. That's what, period. <laughs> Wait, let me, I, I'm like, girl, I should be present for this. Let me, let me, let me leave the room. And then <laughs> say what you got to say. But then also another thing about having really great um, um, friends who happen to be white they would never put me in a racist situation. We run into those things. They, they, if they have racist relatives, um, like one of my, uh, like, listen, my best friend, she was like, she told her dad straight out, you can't come here. Nope, not when she's visiting, sorry. She's, she told him straight out, you're not gonna embarrass me. <laughs> like, she was like, <laughs> she was like, it sounded like me, you're not gonna embarrass me in front of company, you crazy? <laughs> But it was, but it was one of those things that was like it was super important to her that um, I knew that she had made that boundary because we ran, walked into a situation that was really fucked up. I went to um, go visit another coworker. I was about to leave from Florida to Denver, and she was like, "Oh, come!" The other coworker, not my best friend, um, but my other, um, but the other coworker was like, "Oh, come over, whatever." And when I get over there, she neglects to tell me that her father's a police officer. And the father comes into the kitchen. And when I say it was, <laughs> I, I like, I, I definitely cried after because I was, I was so fucking terrified. So this man tells me how he patrols my neighborhood. I don't, I don't know where he thinks I live, but I was like, oh, okay. And, um, and when he does patrol my neighborhood, he wants to make sure to let us know that he's like one of us. So we, pulled out a picture of a black woman. It looked like one of those prom like 90s pictures. And he said, I tell them that's my wife so that they'll trust me. <laughs> then tell me why this man decided to go around the entire house and collect all of his guns and put it on the island in the kitchen where we're all standing. Yeah. Now, my my homegirl, listen, uh, mine, me and mine, uh, mine is looking at me like, I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to get you out of here. Don't, don't move. Don't say nothing. Don't blink. I'm going to, I'm going to get you the fuck out. We're going to get out. And when I got into her car, like, I don't know whether I cried then or after, but the shit was so scary because all of a sudden I'm looking at fucking exits. I don't know what's going to happen next. Does he play Russia, Russian roulette? Like, I don't know what's going to, I don't know what's going to happen. And that situation was so, I was so scared. Like, I literally remember not even being able to hear words after a while because my heart was beating so hard in my fucking head. That's where I was. And I think especially after that situation, she just made it very important that she was never, like, even though that wasn't her fault, like it was nobody's fault. <laughs> I mean, it was probably the girl who invited us fault. Why the fuck did you do that? But um, it wasn't, <laughs> but it wasn't mine's fault. Um, and I feel like that's one of the reasons why it has to be so important because when you are 
that friend, that means I can really put my trust in her. Do you know what I'm saying? I know that I'm not going, if I, if I go somewhere with her, she's not going to go ahead and put me in a fucked up position where I got to go ahead and fight for my fucking life. And as a black queer person, that's really fucking important. Mm -hmm. um, oh, damn, we're coming up message. on an hour already. Okay. <laughs> so. I'm going to play this message. I'm going to play this message and then play this clip. Okay. On my second basis, I just want to say there's no way that the civilization and the humanity was born and sprung out of such animosity. Now, you might be right that all DNA and the seven chromosomes that belong to humans are seven on the African continent and, in fact, around the world. But I don't see how we're supposed to, or if anybody else assimilates to that belonging, why you're sitting here yelling your, 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 your assertment. We don't, we don't subscribe to that type of shit. Nobody wants to. What did he... What, I'm sorry. Did, did you understand? Because I understood up to like the part where he was like, you know, I agree, it all came from one point. But then... You know what, baby? I need you to come back better, read a book. Uh, we'll move on. Yeah, um, I don't take it. Look, I, we're both high. We we came ready, and um, yes, we I, did. Niggas, niggas gonna nig, and I ain't got time. And thank you, Cyber, for staying with us throughout the throughout this entire thing. I see you, boo. Hey, Cyber. It's kind. This um, show is kind of a. This show is yeah. a mess. <laughs> It was. It was a pop up. We decided we was gonna make sure that we did this. Have people come back and just listen back to it later on, and that's good enough for me. Um, definitely, when we get the YouTube, we'll definitely have to do this conversation again for sure. I think I'm. Um, you don't have to join this conversation, but because he kind of leads this conversation, I think I might send him a message. He's he's over a lot of these um, discussions with people when it comes to Hebrew Israelite stuff. I think I'm gonna message him and have. Just you know, just sit, have a sit down discussion with oh, yeah, him. I'll stay on for a little bit, especially to listen to some <laughs> knowledge and shit. The fuck? No, I, listen, hey, I'm just drinking and smoking. Hey, not tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna have to schedule it with him soon. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But yeah, I'm down. Um, I, I'm down even to just listen because, especially somebody that has more expertise in it than I do because remember as a black queer person just in general like that was something that I knew to stay away from it was like oh those people don't like me so I don't like you either it was like gotta fuck you oh fuck me fuck you too tip like so there wasn't like a whole lot of oh let me learn about you like because I didn't give a fuck a lot of people yeah I, he um he tends to have these talks a lot on here I'm trying not to say his name out loud because I want to tell us who his face. Like I want to actually, I don't want to say it. Like you know. yeah, yeah, and and then yeah, yeah. No, go, make sure that you go ahead and get permission from them first, and then go ahead and we can move forward from there, for sure. I'm just I'm gonna play you know what? I'm... Say what? I'm gonna play this last clip. Oh, Lizard. I, I don't like 
the word emasculation because it makes it seem that to be masculine, you have to be hyper-masculine. So I think the issue is our concept of masculinity is off. I think the best leaders, and we need to look at Barack Obama, are people who are, yes, they are sort of aggressive, but they also have compassion. It's balanced leadership. So I personally want to see balanced leadership. I want to see black men and women lead liberation. I don't think it should just be on me. And I don't think yeah. it should just be because yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I don't think it should just be on men either. And then I have one more thing to say that the whole tech movement actually is not is not new. Okay. Not so you if you if you look at any region, if you look at it's not even that, if you look at any region in the world where white people are oppressing people of color, you will see a whole tech movement. In the Middle East, what you're seeing is a whole tech movement. You have men who en masse yeah, feel emasculated yeah. within a public sphere. And so their response is to oppress women to make them a deeper underclass because they gotta get their power somehow, some way. So you're getting that Yeah, that's that's pretty much what's going on just there's so much hurt and pain and anger so but so they're using pretty much this white man's lot this white man's way of thinking in order to get power instead of freedom which they claim to but want i like the way i like the way she made sure to cut him off because he was like yeah it's thousands of years old she was like no 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 it's not even that they are doing this in other countries right now. <laughs> you need to understand all of these places we were just like oh that looks so oppressive what do you think that they're creating? And listen, let me tell you something. I am definitely very much um, a bohemian. I don't know if you want to call it bohemian. I love my, uh, like, I love the continent that I come from. So I'm very within my culture. So sometimes hoteps think I'm one of them. Sometimes they think that I'm on their same level because I dress feminine and I dress, I guess what people would say is Afrocentric or what have you. So a lot of them are like, oh, hey, uh, Reese's Pieces, um, uh, Empress Goddess, Melanated Queen, I wanna go ahead and bring you nothing. You're not gonna bring me anything but bad credit. I need you to go away. <laughs> okay. Ooh, um, and that's because a lot of them are trying to find women who have that same ideology. And it's really just a space of, of control. And, and the women who even um, who um, subscribe to it can sometimes be worse. The ones who want to uphold the ones who want to uphold patriarch, patriarchy, the pick me's. Because patriarchy doesn't work without women. I just want to let it just like racism doesn't work without people of color because you have to remember white people are the global minority. So unless we, so unless they have a lot of agents of white supremacy and they also have to make sure it's systemic as well, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. So therefore patriarchy doesn't work without women who also uphold it. It would be gone if there wasn't women to to uphold the same shit. The pygmies are doing their job. Let's let's be real. I will say this: the only thing that I can think of to, if I had to think of something to agree with the Hebrew Israelites and Hoteps on, I agree with the um, believing that the two party system is not for black folks. Fuck the Democrats. Fuck the Republicans. Fuck mm -hmm. the like. It's not. It needs to be eradicated. But, what did um, you say the difference is with uh, Democrats and Republicans? Republicans spit in your face, Democrats spit in your food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told my mom that the other day. She was cracking the fuck up. She loved that shit. 
Um, but no, it, but th those are things that I agree on. I also agree that some of the historical context that they believe in is true. I just think it's been warped by uh, by white supremacy. It's been warped by patriarchy. And that's something that they don't want to admit because if they were really going to fully be within their Africanness, then they wouldn't be anti-gay and they wouldn't be anti-woman. That's patriarchy. I keep, like, I really don't know how many times I have to say, stress this enough. Africa was hella gay, hella gender fluid before colonization. They don't want to admit it. They don't want to hear it. But that's the truth. So many of the African gods and goddesses were androgynous. Obatala? Yo, I, I feel like that's one of the things that I love about my religion. I have never felt so seen. There is no religion out there for me other than this one because I have never felt so seen. There are queer people that are Orishas that I pay homage and offering to. I feel like you don't understand how big that is. That's why, like, if I was, because I've been doing some more, I'm looking into African spirituality because, Ooh, like, I've been, just, you know, I've been doing some research because, like I told you earlier, none of these religions, like, I'm, a, I'm an atheist now. I'm no longer interested in subscribing to any religion that is not committed to ending white supremacy and i don't think any of these religions are committed to ending white supremacy none of the western ones none of the western ones i drag yes i drag christianity but i drag all the other abrahamic religions so people oh you only drag christianity no girl i and like i drag them all uh, but also even if i did that's the one i grew up in the fuck else I, am i supposed to say and to be honest <laughs> that one did the most damage worldwide Listen, if we're uh, listen between the crusades and colonization, we're just gonna leave it at that. Yo, I remember when I was worried, uh, reading about the crusades. I remember the first time I read about it, I'm like, oh, it sounds like an adventure. I was just like, that's so cool. <laughs> and then I start reading about it, and I'm like, oh my god, there's so much murder. Like, <laughs> I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. I was young and just reading, and I'm just like, oh my god, they just kill everybody. They kill everybody. Like it was. <laughs> But um, honestly, I'm just so glad that we were able to have this conversation. Um, and I'm glad that it went as smoothly as it has this evening. <laughs> I'm glad that we did not pick a Friday night because, child, think about if we had picked a Friday. Oh, child, you know what? We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Um, and I just want to thank everybody that was in um, this live with us. I appreciate any engagement that was had. I, honestly, just listening, just following is what we appreciate. And if you guys could ever share it to any of your people, even if you have like a an angry hotep that you know, or an angry white guy that you, send it. Just make them mad. That's what we're here for. Apparently on hotepnation.com, it's a few white folks that are hotels as well in this in this um, organization, which I guess can make sense depending on the ideology when it comes to uh, Masai patriarchy and homophobia and stuff. But so that also so, right there. So they got themselves a fez, fez in there. <laughs> <laughs> a fez. They got a Justin Timberlake in there. They got, he got with the cornrows. Make sure it's 1999, Justin, that we're talking about. <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. 
But again, just thank, I just want to thank everybody for all of their engagement. I really do appreciate it. Um, we are going to continue to bring you these topics and we're going to try and make sure to schedule more pop ups. Listen, we, we's doing stuff. I'm I'm getting a new job right now. Like we're we're trying to make sure to balance everything, but we're coming with the content. Don't give up on us. OK, we are coming with it. Um, and yeah, just thank you so much for listening. And we're going to have Aaron take us out. Here he is, Erkis Ghetto Podcast, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning, 9 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time, 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern. You can follow me on Sydney's Instagram, which is in our bios. And we have a podcast Instagram page, earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. Same goes for the TikTok as well. Thank you all, all niggas right. and friends. And we will catch you hoes Wednesday morning. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I need my day of rest and whatnot. But thank you so much. And please remember that being queer is African. We will see you in the next one. Bye, Bye. host.